Tiffany, you didn't even know. You missed out on the doot doot doodling. All right, but that was all right. That was all right. You know, it builds that anticipation. Our audience loves hearing your doot doot doodle. So so it worked out fine. (laughs) Sorry, I just just (laughs) spun up the volume there. I think that was, it kind of scared me. I hurt myself and I was like, whoa. (laughs) Thank goodness he didn't raise it for my doot doot doodling. There you go. (laughs) I would have been really upset. (laughs) So, Tiff. Uh, happy Monday. It is a little after 7 o'clock. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How about you? I am doing wonderful. Look at this. This is the first time it's 7 o'clock. You look outside and it's a little oh, dark. I know. Last week it was still light. I know. All it could sudden, be a little bit cloudy maybe. for that reason. Something, but something. Yeah. yeah it got, winter's well, coming. you know what? Hey, that's, let's uh, let's bring the light to the people. Um, I'm let's looking at happiness. the light at your there shirt you right go. now. Yes, that is plenty of light. There you go. That's Fozzie Bear, baby. This is my spirit animal. All right? That I it's, believe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So waka, waka, waka. All right. <laughs> so um, uh, not that, uh, you know, Fozzie Bear might have been a stoic. I don't know for sure. But that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Talking about stoicism. Oh, I all thought Fozzie Bear. Right. Yeah, Fozzie Bear. We should do a show about all <gasps> uh, the, the, the philosophy of Fozzie. That would be interesting. That'd be all right. And that, that could be the next few shows. Oh, Each sure. Each character of the Muppets. Oh, man. The original, there, not that's, the... Oh, certainly, yeah. certainly. Right, right. Um, so anyway, okay. uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. You you are listening to WRLR 98.3 FM. If you're listening in on the radio, it's 98.3 FM. If you're on the internet, it's WRLR.FM. Uh, all right. Tonight, what we're going to be doing is talking about stoicism. This show, which you've tuned into, is... Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Jalove, and of course, I can't do it by myself. You can't? No. I Are need, you sure? I need my bestest buddy. Tiffany. Yeah, there she is. She's the one over there bringing the smile right to my face. Yeah, yeah you see yeah. her over there? Does everyone see her? She's on the other side of the table. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about stoicism. Uh, it's this ancient uh, Greek, or is it Greek? Or Yeah, it's an ancient Greek philosophy. That's why I didn't know about That's it, right. and you did, because you lived it. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> hey, but that does remind me, you know, that the, the very first French fry... You know, this is, I'm just going off topic. I thought you'd like to, to know this. The very first French fry in history was not cooked in France. Did you know that? It was cooked in Greece. Oh, for Pete's sakes. I got it. Usually <laughs> yeah, I don't I get it, there but I got that got one. It. I All got right. it. Had a girl. All right, so I promise we won't tell any more jokes like that. Please don't uh, disconnect. Please don't yeah. run away. All right? <laughs> Please don't call the station. <laughs> exactly. All right, so tonight, Tiff, we have a special guest. We okay? do? But what's really interesting, the guest is not in our studio. We're going to try. We're going to try. I thought the guest was your imaginary yeah, friend my, because I, I didn't yeah, see anybody exactly. here. <laughs> so what we're going to try to do is we're going to actually try to call this guy and see if he answers say hi to everybody hello everyone all right okay so we're going to do it this way we're going to do the old-fashioned way there you go now it's one day we'll figure out the technology so instead (laughs) what we're just going to do is we're routing you through uh uh ethel our uh operator over here thanks ethel (laughs) all right okay so mike mike um you know, before we even get into stoicism a little bit, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and why I would choose you to be on the show and talk about uh, finding happiness or finding a path to happiness through stoicism. Well, I believe I paid you to be on here, so I think that's the main reason why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no, my name's Mike Byron. Um I am a... Uh, film editor, uh, freelance film editor, and uh, film director, as well as just a guy trying to make his way in the world. Uh, I live in Chicago, and I met Marty through 
Actually, I'm not even. I'm not sure how we met particularly. I know it was during the pandemic. I think it was through Ode. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Yeah. And and so we just connected. And you know what? With the coolest thing, Mike, uh, we hit it off right from the beginning because I think. Without realizing, we both kind of just lean towards happiness. We don't let life bring us down. And that's why I liked uh, just chatting with you. We, we were talking for a regular while. We were trying to see if there was some way we could work together. And, uh, you know, so we just stayed uh, connected. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I remember, like, having very good memories about how we had those, like, Monday meetings where we just kind of talked about what we did, kind of just being yeah. with one each other. I thought it was very helpful just to kind of have someone in our corner like as a cheerleader yeah kind of an accountability partner oh yeah you two were accountability oh, yeah, partners. yeah we, leaned, we leaned on each other uh and so it was, it was just cool to, because we were both still in the dreaming stage of what could we do in the future oh fine all right yeah yeah so um but mike is one of these guys who's just always happy and and you know what mike i'm gonna do this early we're gonna do this early and often today uh so mike what i really like about mike is that uh, he's a, a a very skilled musician, and one of the things he had wanted to do is he was going to say, oh, I'll just write a song. Like He wanted to start a business for people to contact him, and he would just write a song for you. That's how skilled he is, and, very, and what he wrote was very good. And so they moved more into video, and Mike is a, a comic genius, okay? Uh, and I think just... Truly, you're, you've yet to really be discovered, Mike. I think that you've got so much talent out there to offer the world, and the world just hasn't noticed you yet. So, hopefully, this show is the door to your stardom. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm getting DMs right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. Mike, you lie, you lie better than us. This is awesome. <laughs> You're a perfect fit for the show here. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Yeah, he's happy about that. Yeah, exactly. No, but, you know, the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of listeners are tuning in going, how do I find this guy? So, Mike, you're, the best way to follow you or check you out is on Instagram, correct? That is correct. It is uh, Mike Begra on Instagram, uh, just M-I-K-E-B-E-G-R-A. On Instagram. Awesome. And and I love the stuff. Do you still do uh, Captain Gentleman? So I've not done Captain Gentleman in a while. I've been writing uh, short, like kind of short films for him, but haven't filmed any of them yet. Okay. Right now, my big project, though, I'm working on now is kind of a, a B- movie horror it's called killer dust bunny awesome I'm very excited the costume turned out wonderful and i'm really excited to start filming it next month all right well i'm i can't wait to see it it's well gonna, if you need yeah. any extras marty and i are available yes, to be we extras are always available to do something silly all right all right well yeah um yeah i guess i'll I'll connect you guys with Steven, and uh, we'll, get... we'll see what we can do we'll see what we can make it happen yeah. all right Okay, so anyway, uh, Mike, our show here is Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. What we try to do is we try to help people find those, uh, find their paths to happiness. Okay, uh, uh, help them, you know, find the shortcuts to uh, bring what brings them joy. And so it was really interesting when I spoke with you, and I think you brought up, hey, how about stoicism? And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that we haven't done an entire show on that. We touched on it a little bit. We we did a show on just Western philosophy, the the history of Western philosophy, and how it kind of touches on uh, how man should live and what what he should expect, etc. And woman, okay. Uh, <laughs> so we touched on stoicism, but didn't get really into it. So I'm I'm really pumped about 
this. And Tiffany has spent the last couple of weeks just going out of her mind studying Stoism. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't. I never heard of this before. <laughs> so you guys have to explain it more to me because I really don't know what it is. She thought it was storism. In other words, going to the store on a regular basis and you know, so, shopping. Exactly. Hello? Right. Right. Yeah. It's the that makes everybody happy. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Mike, what we do here on the show is we tell the world that everything, absolutely everything, can be a little bit better with bacon. All right, but it's not the bacon for chewing. It's the bacon for doing. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> so what? So what it is? So, Mike, now I just got to hear from you. Does that sound as campy as we think it sounds? <laughs> oh yes, it does. Oh, it's like an eighties level movie. Nice level horror movie. We're gonna get along just fine. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> That's exactly what we want. Okay. Um, all right. So anyway, what uh, we're doing do here is when I looked at stoism, I wanted to break it down and talk about five different points. And the points we use the acronym BACON, B-A-C-O-N. So what we're looking for is uh, how to practice stoism and how it can bring you happiness. Is B is be mindful of your thoughts and your reactions. Ooh. Okay. Oh, Tiffany yeah. likes that one. I do. All right. A is accept change and impermanence. Okay. C is cultivate self-discipline. O is going to be practice gratitude and appreciation. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And N is going to be nourish your relationships. All right. So that's that's how I'm breaking it down. But Mike, we're gonna what we're gonna do is just uh, start conversing a little, maybe sharing some stories. Uh, tell us a little bit of what made you kind of lean in this direction. Uh, did you stumble upon stoism? Did you uh, read something? Did somebody push you in that direction? Tell me a little bit about Mike Berg, uh, Begra and stoism. Yeah, so I actually found lear- first learned about stoicism when I was reading a book by Darren Brown, and it was actually called Happy, which is nice. Very, kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever read this book, but it's very, it's very interesting. It talks about um, happiness, but in a very practical way, which I do. I really enjoy kind of like the self help books, but I yes, do find sometimes they are just kind of a lot of fluff and a lot of not a lot of practical advice. So I agree. What I really enjoyed about um, the book Darren Brown. He talks about Stoic philosophy um, and how it gave a lot of practical advice to people, and it, it really kind of opened my eyes to kind of just kind of want to learn more about it. Um, and after that, I read a book by Marcus Aurelius called Meditations. Okay, um, he's one of the kind of like the I would say one of the founders of stoicism or the one that kind of really um used it to i don't know how to like he probably you like, put it just say one of the founders okay yeah and and he probably know. put it in more uh popular popular use let's put it that way right yes okay um, yeah because what i i looked at was a guy named zeno was probably yes. named as the guy who really the philosopher who really like coined it and mm-hmm. then so many people built upon it yeah. And, and we're talking, I mean, this is this is a practice. I love this because this is a practice that goes to like, uh, I think Zeno lived from like 490 to 430 B.C. Mm-hmm. Wasn't okay. he your neighbor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tiffany can't help herself making these age jokes. 
<laughs> yeah, he was my neighbor. Ha ha ha. All right. But um yeah, what I liked um in reading a little bit about Zeno and you know, the, one of the reasons I like the show is it forces me to do some studying on something so I could talk on the show and make it make it make people believe I know what I'm talking about. But um Zeno was known for his paradoxes which likened uh, Western philosophy to Eastern philosophy, the yin and yang versus Zeno's idea of things like I might be really healthy, but that but I could also get sick. I might love someone, but I can also hurt them. And just looking at the good and the bad side, and I think from that from that point is he worked on this philosophy of Stoicism to kind of uh, mimic. Uh, and you tell me if you think I'm 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 reaching here but kind of mimicking uh the serenity prayer that pe- so many people know about the idea that you know god grant me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change the courage to change things i can and the wisdom to know the difference no that's exactly and i think one of the core beliefs of stoicism is being able to accept that you only can control how you think and how you feel kind of in a way where um you have to be able to distinguish things that are out of your control, such as your thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And right. those things, um, I mean, there's always going to be some external event or person that can cause you stress, but it's always your job. If you're letting them affect you, then they have control over you. And oh, it's really right. Yes. You're giving other people power. control over yourself. Yeah, I love That's that. That's all you can control. And, you know, it's it's so funny because I come from a world of marketing and advertising where what we did was we purposely, and, and advertisers continue to do this and salespeople continue to do this, is we sell on emotion and we allow people to justify their decisions with logic. And stoicism is just the, that opposite and saying, hey, this is what's going to happen. Sometimes we allow ourselves to be ruled by our emotions, but instead, you know, kind of uh, tame our emotions, make logical decisions, and uh, be careful in making those irrational, quick decisions based on, uh, you know, fear, anger, etc. You know, exactly. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think it's very important. I mean, like every day, you're going to be feeling a wide range of emotions yes. every day, and that can really influence how you think and feel about everything. Like, say, I mean, at work, you're having a bad day, uh, something terrible happens, or well like you lose a client or something like that, and then you might bring that negativity home with you to your wife or your girlfriend. or Right. Whatever. So it's really just trying to separate, like, hey, I feel this emotion now, but it's not going to last. Like, I can just control myself. And then you're still being present in the moment when you go home or you do something else. So it's not affecting you in a negative way um, that kind of can really hurt you in the long run. Sure, sure. Um, so, Mike, let me ask you, do you have any secrets that you could share with everybody to say, hey, this is what I do, this is how I practice it? Because it's it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to practice it, and, and obviously it's another thing to teach it completely. Because some people might go, yeah, that sounds good, but I, I could never learn it. So how do you practice it? That's good. Um, <laughs> I would say I like to, I kind of surround myself with things that will remind me of it. I actually, um, I have a... a poster on my wall next to my desk it actually says memento mori okay Um, and what that means is is it's remember that you will die oh i like that yeah oh you should see you should see (laughs) tiffany's face over here i'm like huh yeah Yeah. it's not happy (laughs) 
No. Kind of a podcast this was, but no, no. I, I, I like that idea. Remember that you're going to die, right? So, so you better do everything yeah, now because yeah. at some point you're going right. to be gone. Take advantage of the day. Live for the day because tomorrow's not promised, right? Exactly. Like I like having like whenever I'm scared or nervous or mad about something, you can kind of remember like memento mori. Is this gonna like? In 10 years, or when I'm on my yeah. deathbed, am I going to be thinking about this moment right now right, that right. I, I have to pay a parking ticket, or am I going to kind of be thinking about things that actually matter to my life? So it's really just kind of as a reminder to always let go and to let the, not like to be able to let you, allow yourself to let go of things that are out of your control. Right, right. And that's one of the things that I really like. I have that print um and i actually have everywhere around it i'm surrounded with like other little pictures of places that i've traveled yeah and so it's really kind of just a reminder for me to always keep um to remember that uh, life is short and i want to make sure that i am able to live it to the fullest gotcha so i remember this uh idea somebody i heard somebody say this that if I gave, uh, let's say I gave Tiffany three hundred and sixty-five dollars, right? She'd be she'd be pretty excited. She'd Thank wonder, you, Marty. yeah, she'd wonder why. But the question is, if I took one of the dollars from her and ripped it up, <gasps> threw it on the floor, and stepped on it, uh, she might be upset. But she certainly wouldn't then automatically start ripping up more of the dollars. Like she wouldn't rip up. Well, then I'm going to rip up five or six of these, right? And so the idea is, when one when somebody comes out and ruins one of your days. Why would you automatically allow it to ruin multiple days? You know, uh, so I like that idea of the dollar that I would I would just pick up the dollar and say thank you. I could tape this and it's it's going to be. In other words, I'm going to mend it. I'm gonna, it's going to still be okay. I certainly wouldn't allow that to affect the rest of the money I've got in my pocket. And and that three hundred and sixty five dollars just represents the the all the days of the year. One one bad day should not affect the rest of the year. Exactly. And, you know, when you were giving that analogy, I thought, wow, what an odd number you would give. <laughs> I knew where he was going with that, but I'm kind of used to him. <laughs> right. just, didn't, just didn't connect to you that that was the same number of days in a year, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's jump into this. Let's let's take these uh, letters one at a time here, and let's dig into this a little bit deeper and see what you've got to share that uh, maybe our listeners can learn a little bit more. So the B in uh, bacon is be mindful of your thoughts and reactions. And I think that's what's so important is sometimes what we do is we live a life where we uh, by knee-jerk reactions. Someone does something, we immediately get upset, we immediately get angry, we, have to, we feel like we have to react, and instead we need, to be, we need to learn to be a little bit mindful and saying, why am I acting that way? Why am I allowing that person to take control of my life? Yeah. Don't right? give them the power. No. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, Tiffany, ask her anything about traffic. Man, she just, man, somebody cut Tiffany off. <sighs> wow. I'm telling you. I'm trying. So I'm actually getting a little bit better because I'm trying to be, like you said, mindful. And I'm trying to say, okay, what? I, I'm trying and I'm getting better. I think if Tiffany drove a monster truck, she'd be killing people. She'd be running over them on the expressway <laughs> all the time. Well, maybe a monster truck. Uh, but, you uh, know. So, uh, so, Mike, do you have any secrets, anything that you do that you would say uh, allows you that time uh, to say, I'm not going to react so quickly. Because I'm sure that even even you, Mike, at, occasionally you get angry or something like that, and you're like, wow, I can't believe I let myself 
feel that way. So do you have any kind of uh, additional mantras or anything that you do uh, when something doesn't go your way? Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I, I don't think anger is necessarily a bad emotion. I think it's just making sure that you don't act upon it. Um, I think one of the things I like to do is I actually journal in the morning. Um, oh, very cool. What I do is it's just 10 minutes. It's just simple. Sometimes it's just like uh, nonsense uh, that I'll yeah. write. But sometimes it'll just be like, oh, yesterday was kind of tough because of X, Y, Z. And then you'll be able to kind of. It kind of like I think until I'm able to write it down, I won't fully be able to understand it. So I found I like that. at least that sure. journaling helps a lot with understanding the emotions that you're feeling and why you're doing it. Um, right, it could be very like it could be almost like therapy in a way, where except much cheaper. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I think journaling has helped me just to understand my emotions and kind of being able to explain them um, in a way that I can at least understand. Because, I mean, feelings like when you're in your head, you're just kind of thinking about it. You're not actually kind of exploring it or trying to figure out any, figure out how to kind of understand and to interpret it. Right. I, th- I think that's cool. It's I, We talked a lot about journaling and just writing things down and doing that. And, you know, I understand that not everyone can do that. Even myself, yeah. I've talked about this multiple times. Like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this out and I'm gonna write down my day, like whether it's the end of the day or in the in the beginning. Like, what what's the purposeful things I'm gonna do? Uh, but for me, what I end up doing is at the end of the day, and I've talked about this on the show a lot, is I go through this uh, th- these three words: shine, sharpen, and share. And what I do is I ask myself, how did I how how do I rank my my day? What did I shine? In other words, I have a lot of uh, abilities and talents. How did I how did I express those during the day? How did I shine? Because I should be proud of who I am. Uh, how did I sharpen? What did I learn? How do I improve myself today? And then lastly, how did I share? What good is it having these wonderful abilities and talents if I don't share them with other people, whether that's selling them, trading them, giving away or whatever. So at the end of the day, I like to ask myself, how did I go about that? How did I remind myself that I'm a good person, that I have great talents? Uh, how did I improve myself, and then how did I share them? And that's kind of my way. Instead of journaling, that works better for me. Yeah, and I think that's great. Like, I mean, it's nothing. Um, I mean, the way that I do it, and the way you do it, both of them are correct. As long as they're doing the job that yes. you want it to do. Yes. Um, I br- I take I think deep breaths. The cool thing about it, you get to kind of pick and choose your own adventure. Where I got this works for me, so I'm gonna do it. I like that. So you hear Tiffany says she just takes deep breaths. Okay. Yeah. Breathe yeah. in for five, right. hold it for two, then exhale. You know, t- it calms me down. T- you know, some people accuse Tiffany of being a blonde, and so if she doesn't remind herself to breathe, sometimes she'll just pass out. <laughs> you smart Alex. Oh, I think that was the first blonde joke he told me. That's right. Well, it won't be the last. Yeah, probably right. not. <laughs> All right, uh, so that was that was B, the being mindful of your thoughts and reactions. A is this, accept change and impermanence. And I love this. We just did a couple of shows on this about uh, change. And then last week or two weeks ago, we did the endless evolution. In other words, just accept the uh, endless evolution of life. Everything is going to change. There's the, the only constant in, in the world is change. All right, and yep. so... I think there's something about embracing change that helps us truly feel great about what's happening right now, knowing that whatever's going on right now may never happen again. 
Okay, mm-hmm. and um, I just think I just think that's wonderful. Anything anything in your life, Mike, that you can think of that you said, yeah, it always changes and it kind of it it brings me down because there's a change. I would like some things to stay the same. Is there anything there that brings Mike uh, Begra down? I mean, uh, yeah, I think like a lot of things. Um, I mean, like friendships change. Like change, sure. friendships are yeah. always evolving. And yeah, um, I think it's something that you kind of learn. Like when you're young, uh, like middle school, high school, like you think these people are going to be there all your life. Right. And as you grow up, you get new interests, you find new hobbies, and you just maybe even just physically move apart. So yes. Kind of just. Accepting that change is inevitable, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. There's always going to be, there can be stuff that fills that hole that your friends left. That's I, I, that's a perfect yeah. way of putting it. That's what I was going to say was sometimes uh, you have to realize I have to lose those friends to make room, make time for new friends. You know, and exactly. I, I was impactful in their life. They were impactful in my life. And it was just time for us to move on in different directions. And you're absolutely right. It's not a bad thing at all. No, not at all. And I think, I mean, nothing. To to have to think that you have to salvage your relationship, I think, is just kind of nonsense in a way. Like it's okay to embrace the change and go the new path that you want for yourself. And I think that's something that I think a lot of people um, would benefit from embracing that, not having to kind of keep these toxic relationships or these friendships that are just aren't bringing them any kind of joy or really helping them push forward. That's why what? I think you and I kind of got along really well. We both wanted to see each other succeed. Right, exactly. And now it's getting old and it has to change and, and you're toxic and he has to leave you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you just called Mike toxic? No, you oh, oh, right, toxic. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I do agree that sometimes that that's exactly what we have to do is we, um, you know, we have this fear when we're in a relationship, whether it's, you know, a romantic relationship, a professional relationship, just friends, that we have a fear of walking away saying it may not, I'm not happy here, but it may never get better. And I don't want to lose it because this may get better. And uh, the the way we go about it here is, like you had said, it's okay to get angry sometimes. And so the way we address or the way I address fear, that type of fear is sometimes in order to relieve yourself from fear is you have to become a little angry and you become angry at yourself. Like, I can't believe I'm put in this situation. I allow myself to be angry. Like I'm, I'm sad because, or I'm, I'm angry because I'm allowing myself to say in this situation, this relationship longer than I should. I'm angry that I'm allowing this person to control my life. And so that anger allows you to fight or flight. Okay. And then from there, I always say, then you turn that into sadness uh, to you know, to lessen the anger, to say it's pretty sad that the only way that I could overcome that was to get angry like that, and that's sad. Uh, and then you you move it towards happiness to say it could always be worse. Okay, and it's kind of that path I try to teach people that no matter where you're at, if you're really afraid, you can use anger and then sadness to bring you back to happiness. And I think that accepting the change is sometimes the greatest fear that we all face. So uh, that's. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the direction, and I, and I just think, uh, you know, we're we talk about the show all the time that we're faced with anger, fear, and sadness all the time, and so it's it's uh, happiness is outnumbered three to one. That's why we have to really, really work at it. And the more you read on stoicism, the more you're like, wow, stoicism. We're we're repeating exactly, you know, our show every week. We're repeating the the actions or the practices of stoicism. We're stoics, and we didn't even know it. 
Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have been saving that for Ah, a week. Yes, you have. (laughs) So, so, so Tiff, you were supposed to be doing some, some type of homework. All right. Uh, and you know what the beautiful part about it is? Like I said, we have to accept change. All right. And the, and the only, the other thing that's constant is I keep giving you homework every week and every week I forget what I gave you to do. And I totally forgot. And you too. forgot it. So, so, so you just, the homework went well? It, it went wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Then we won't bother with that. I'm like, what the heck was it? Yeah. But, um, so anyway, one of the things we do, Mike, is that Tiffany digs up some, uh, quotes on stoicism. We talk about them. And so, uh, Tiff, what, what, what did you dig out from the realms of ancient okay. Greece? Well, I hope this is uh, something. Um, the best revenge is not to be like your enemy. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So in other words, just kind of let it go. All right. And don't fight necessarily fire with fire. Okay. Uh, who said that one? Uh, Marcus. Is that Marcus Aurelius? Yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> I w- there was no way I was going to pronounce it. You, you, just blow <laughs> it out of your mouth. Nice. All right. Let's give us another one. Oh, boy. Um, I do what is mine to do. The rest does not disturb me. Oh, okay. It's the same guy. Marcus Aurelius. Yes. All right. Okay. So there you go. I think you hit the head on the, or hit the nail on the head there, Mike, when you were saying Marcus Aurelius was really the guy who brought stoicism out to the uh uh out to the world when i looked it up it was like all of them were his really okay awesome awesome so any any comments on any of those there mike no i think that is something i mean especially the first one about uh the best uh, i'm paraphrasing but it was the best revenge is to not be like your enemy yes yes that is something that I'm personally working on because I think sometimes when I just get screwed over by someone, I just want to like <laughs> get my own revenge on them kind of in a way. But to be honest, to like, be a better person, to be able to let it go is really to, it makes me feel better. Like, um, right. There's right. A, it makes it show that I respect what they did, which I don't, you know? Right, right, exactly. There was something that I heard too. It says, um, would you rather be happy or would you rather be right? So instead Ooh. of fighting okay. back and forth, just let it go and yeah, be yeah. happy. Yeah, I don't have... Remember, it's it's. I can nudge other people. I can't necessarily change other people. So if this person is feeling this way, he, if he's angry towards me, he's violent towards me or whatever, I can't necessarily change him. So fighting back with violence uh, is seldom necessary. I'm not saying it's, it's never necessary. But uh, yeah, that shouldn't be our initial reaction. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. All right, so so far what we've done is we've done B, which is be mindful of your thoughts and reactions. A, accept uh, change and uh, impermanence. And now we're going to go to C, which is cultivate self-discipline. But just for a moment, I just want to remind all of our listeners that you are listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Jalove, and of course, the ever-smiley... Tiffany. There she is. And our special guest is Mike uh, Begra, who you can, you've can you got to follow him on Facebook. And it's spelled just the way it's pronounced, M-I-K-E-B-E-G-R-A. Okay. Uh, you're listening to WRLR 98.3 FM. All right. So back to this. So, uh, Mike, it's C's. Cultivate self-discipline. All right. And this is exactly, this develops, this goes along more with what you're saying, is that it's really easy to say, yeah, I want to be more... Uh, more. I want to be happier. I want to try to take control of my life. I want to uh, take those deep breaths. I don't want to react so much. But 
it's tough. It's easy to say it, but it's tough to do this. And so journaling and the posters, I love doing that. Do you do any meditation? I do do meditation. I actually have the uh, Mindful app that I use. Oh, very cool. In the mornings, yeah. Okay. It's a very cool way to, like, uh, quantify it and it registers, like, how many minutes you meditate a day and kind of keeps a – it'll let you know what your streak is. Okay. So it's a very cool way to quantify uh, your your meditations. Right. And I, I think there's uh, something we were – I was reading – I talk a lot with these people who – either teach meditation or they really practice it a lot. You talk a lot? Yeah, yeah. who who thought? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, So, and they were just saying that there's really like literally thousands of different ways to meditate. People are different. And so I miss, I really miss having the dog that I had because we would go on walks and I found myself, that was my way of meditating because the path we took became so normal that we ended up walking on our own like the dog would pull me when we had to make turns and stuff and all of a sudden i turn around going wow we're back home i completely like lost track of time and everything and it just gave me a calming uh sensation because Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not the type of person i couldn't I've, i've tried it i've practiced it sitting in silence and trying to meditate by concentrating on my breath and that's Again, just like journalism, that type of meditation was not necessarily the thing that worked for me. But going out in nature is yeah, exactly, um, definitely a meditation yeah. type. So how 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 do you meditate there? Um, go so out in the woods. There you go. I go for a walk in the woods. And then Mark changes the locks on the doors. Well, maybe that's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you've got mul- you've got like sixteen dogs, right, uh, Tiff? I'm close three. Three. All right, so that's like the sixteen. That's but definitely not a meditation. No, not they, walking them. No, no, because they bark. If they see another dog, they go nice. nuts. If they see a person they don't know, they go nuts. So if I just go for a walk in the woods. I'm without good. them, without them, without right. them. So, well, that's cool. That's how often do you meditate? How often do you find yourself wow. doing that? Not very often. I oh. try before bedtime okay. to meditate a little bit. Okay. So right. um, that I try with the breathing, and then I have my little sayings that I say. Cool, cool. All right. So yeah. it sounds, yeah. so this this idea of cultivating self-discipline, uh, working on that, what's the, uh, what's the what's the next step for all of you guys? You know, Tiffany and Mike, uh, what's the next step? What's the next hurdle that you can figure that you've got to, when we're talking about self-discipline? You know, Mike, you had mentioned that still sometimes you you might get angry, uh, you know, and someone uh, pushes your button and it's still trying to overcome that. Is there something you're doing specific to something that's really bugging you, something that you you say, this is what I've got to learn next? Um, I mean, I think I think it would probably I think it's just more for for me personally, it's just kind of understanding that emotion or why this particular person is it this particular person or is it this particular situation that's causing me to do that and i think it's just kind of maybe more exploring it in a way where i can understand it um so then i can learn to not put it myself in these situations or be able to kind of nip it in the butt before it occurs so i I think that's kind of how this self-discipline like these things will happen but just be able to kind of let it go as fast as i can to Okay. Just, uh, write about it more. Right. So for me, I've it's it's uh, 
It's been absolutely wonderful. So Tiffany and I have been doing this show for a couple of years yeah. now. Every week for a couple of years. And every every week we come up with some type of shortcut to find happiness. We Every week we come up with the acronym B-A-C-O-N. So we really work at it. We really study it to try to come up with the right type of answer. And uh, last Christmas, it was really interesting. After doing this, doing show after show about being happy, uh, you know, really working at it. Then around Christmas time, I was watching, making sure I watched a Christmas movie every day during the month oh, of December. Gosh, I remember that. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> right. And so all of a sudden, I'm driving to uh, my father in law's house with my wife next to me and the kids in the back. And uh, some Christmas song came on. And she looks at me, and I was crying. And she's like, oh, my God, what's wrong? And I'm like, it's such a beautiful song. Yeah, it was yeah. Jingle Bells. It was probably <laughs> Jingle Bells, which is a beautiful song, okay? But I just said, wow, uh, this this action of uh, you know cultivating self-discipline, improving ourselves, uh, I think I have put myself in a situation that I'm really chasing after happiness in every regard. It's doing the show. It was, you know, then it was watching the Christmas movies. But I also do a lot of life coaching, and I'm talking with people who are just stuck somewhere, and they can't find their way out. And I empathize with them so greatly, and I have these long conversations with them. And, you know, I put myself in their shoes, and I just think that in itself has been, uh, you know, it's it's been so beneficial for them, but also so beneficial for me. Is that hard, though? Does that bring me down at all? To bring, when when people go through it, yeah, um, it because brings, you're listening to them and and it sometimes brings me. You know what it brings me down is when I talk to somebody who goes, "No, that won't work for me. There's nothing that'll work." And I realize that they they need someone beyond me. Mm-hmm. Okay, we. I mean, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a licensed therapist. Uh, I'm just a happy guy. Okay, <laughs> uh, and so sometimes I have to tell those people, "You really need to find." better help you need to find somebody who can who can work with you and talk with you more often you know uh and that's the part where it kills me when i know those that person is going to be like no i'm not going to do that uh i I don't want to do that and it just bothers me because i think there's a way for everybody to discover their paths of happiness uh and mike the way we the reason i call it the paths of happiness is i don't think happiness is a destination uh happiness is found on the journey so it's your paths what paths are you taking? It's not like I have to do this, this, and this, and one day I'll be happy. No, you have to be happy with the path that you're on. And it bugs me when I meet somebody who just can't see that. Gotcha. And they can't, they can't find happiness. That's the toughest part for me. Okay. What about you there, uh, Tiff? Any, uh, anything for self-discipline? What are you doing? I mean, you're, you told us you t- take some walks, you do some medita- you try to meditation at night. I do um, at night. I should try in the morning to get it started in the morning. Um, I'm just I'm just trying to get into the habit of doing that stuff. I wanted to try to journal too because I read in a book that that's um, free writing. I think yes, they yeah. call it too is um, free writing. I wanted to try to do that. Um, I do at night. I do um, go through my head everything that I'm thankful for. Okay. So I I, I good, do good. do that. Um, so I gotta I gotta get myself into a practice of a habit of to doing these things. I'm slowly getting there. I like I like this because the three of us are, I think, genuinely happy people. I think sometimes we question ourselves and we say, uh, I could be happier. I Am I heading in the right direction? But what's nice is that we all 
find our own path. We all find our own way of doing it. In a different way. And that's what's so important. And I I think that if if anyone is out there listening, uh, I hope that you can also do that (laughs) same thing, is really just explore. There are so many different ways to find some peace and contentment. Uh, There's so many different ways to find joy in life that you should just not stop looking. Mm -hmm. Okay? There's something um, I also read, too. If there's something that you love to do, do it. Don't make any kind of excuses. If you love to go listen to live music, go find live music to go listen to. If you like to go to the movies, go to the movies. If there's something that makes you happy and you're passionate about it, do it. Just do it. Don't make excuses. Don't say, oh, you know, it's it's late and I'm tired. If you like doing something, do it because that will also make you happy. Wow, Mike, isn't she amazing? Yeah. Oh, so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I like you, Mike. (laughs) Run a marathon right now. (laughs) Well, well, doing things I like, the marathon is low on that list. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, Marty. Uh, I think, but I think there is like, especially doing it, but also to make it a habit, like to not do it just yes. every every time that you get burnt out. Make it a, a habit where you have to do it at least maybe two, three times a week, depending on whatever the activity is, and being able to find not only the big things like seeing live concerts, but also to oh, I like reading science exactly. Yes. Right, so I'm gonna really make discipline myself to read at least twenty minutes a day. Yes, and kind of set a kind of a pattern that all right before dinner i'm going to read for 20 minutes and kind of that's how i kind of found how to um incorporate these kind of things into my routine um without disrupting it too much and to be able to still do all the things that i need to do right right and i think that that's the important part it's just what you said and still incorporate time to do the things you need to do because uh first off i, I want to make sure that everyone knows don't feel guilty about doing something for yourself, about oh, no. just being happy. Yeah, go out and, and enjoy life. That's what it's all about. But also don't uh, use that as an excuse to procrastinate and do and not do the things that you're supposed to do. There are cer- certain necessities. There are things we need to do, and there are things we want to do. And we've got to try to balance that out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, so let's go to O, which is... Um, Wow, why did I? Why does it say O is practice gratitude and appreciation? That doesn't make sense at all. Wow. Only or only practice gratitude. <laughs> yeah, forget, there you about, go. forget about appreciation. Only practice gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's it. Beautiful is that whole idea is only pra- I like that. Only practice gratitude is stop looking backwards at regret Mm -hmm. okay look backwards and say i'm grateful for those things that have happened to me in the past uh even the things that were negative i'm grateful for them because they taught me lessons they put me maybe they they straightened me out they put me on the right path okay Mm -hmm. um so i think that's really cool is that every night one of those things uh, i have a friend of mine who who does this he she teaches meditation and she has a Facebook group that every every day they write 10 things that they're grateful for. And I tried doing it. And I was like, I had to write her a message. I can't think of 10 things. That I'm going to keep repeating things. And she was like, that's okay. Just do it. And if you can't come up with 10, write down three things. And, again, it's one, one of those things that really works for her. And she has this community of people. So I know I liked reading them and going, wow, this is really empowering to me. 
but it's it wasn't one of those things where I was like, ah, eh, you know, mm-hmm. writing them down. I was kind of like, eh, I'm grateful for bacon. I'm grateful for <laughs> you know, bear. Right, and I'm grateful for more bacon. That type of thing. So, uh, jingle bells, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> jingle bells. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my list was always the same, you know. And my wife would go, "How come my name's not on there?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that next week." Okay. <laughs> next week, but my name's up there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'm so grateful for Tiffany. <laughs> and no Christy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so um, that whole idea of uh, being, uh, you know, showing gratitude and being grateful is another one of those things that we we fight. We allow ourselves to just be upset with life and uh, just live with regret and and just keep looking back and saying, I should have done this. Uh, you know, my life would have been so much better if I did this. You know, uh, do you know people like that, Mike, who just live in that in that regretful life? Uh, yeah, I do. And I mean, it's it's hard to kind of communicate with those people because, yes. yeah. I mean, you got to always keep moving forward. Like these things like uh, actually, one of my favorite quotes is by Teddy Roosevelt okay. uh, in the arena. Are you guys familiar with that? No, no. What is he? With, uh, let's hear it. Well, it I, I don't have it's a kind of a long quote, but it's um, kind of just about. Uh, giving credit to the person that is always in the arena. Like, there's always going to be critics. There's always going to be people that are going to be putting you down kind of thing and judging you for your task. But to always uh, give yourself the credit that you accomplished this, even if you failed, you at least dared to be great. And that's incredibly important. I I, think I like that. It's, I think, being able to make sure that you're, even though, like, you are, maybe you, you look like a fool for whatever reason that's kind of the it goes in with a accepting change in um yeah. impermanence i've like got used to looking like the fool a long time ago so yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's why you're so successful there you go <laughs> um i like i just like that line of you know you dared to be great you know be proud of yourself because you dared to be great that that in itself, just that shot, that just short statement, just spoke volumes to me, you know, because there's so many people going, well, I I would have done that, but I was afraid I would lose. I would have done that, you know, but I could get hurt. No, just dare to be great. Mm-hmm. I, I I like that a lot, and I think that is uh, one of those things of looking back. And like you said, if you failed, it doesn't matter. I failed, but I dared. I tried. I really tried, and. I think they talked about this whole idea of uh, they did multiple studies with these people uh, on their deathbeds, and they asked them what was their greatest regrets in life, and it wasn't. It wasn't. It, um, I, I wish I made more money. No, no, it was never. Oh, it, it wasn't that. It huh? wasn't. Oh. It was never. It was never about money. It was always about I should have done this. I always talked about doing this and never did it. It's the. It's they. Uh, their greatest regret is their. Their. They did not dare to be great. Okay, they thought about it, but they didn't just jump at the chance. They didn't finish their bucket list. No, no. Oh, you and your bucket list. Yeah, Marty doesn't like bucket lists. No, I consider, Mike, can you tell me, so this is my deal, is bucket lists to me, too often what happens is it it, it ends up being a would have, could have, uh, and never do it. So I always say uh, I prefer a plan pale. 
okay, instead of a bucket list. Put your ideas and put them into a plan and actually make them happen. Don't just talk about them and saying, one day I'd like to do that. Yeah, I think you even said um, put a bunch in, in the pail yep. and then pull one out and then you have to do just whatever is on it. there. Just yeah. go do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because It's it, not like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do this. It's like, like yeah, you, you pull it yeah. out and whatever you pull out, you have to do. There you go. So, um, Mike, no, here's... No, the one that says, give Mike $100. Nice. And then he'll take one away and step on it. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to give it $365. $365. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Mike, you know what? One of the things you and uh, Tiffany have in common <gasps> is you're both uh, travel aficionados. Oh. Okay, Mike is always on the road. Mike is that's why Mike's not here. He's probably flying to like Egypt or something right Ooh, now. Fine. He's always he's always on the go. You know, he wears out shoes like uh we wear out microphones. Okay? <laughs> so <laughs> So Mike, where's what's the most exciting place that you went to that you would say and and this is like I'm going to have you rank them. All the places in the world you've ever been to. That, what's the that 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 I think has uh, has taught you something about being grateful or just awakened yourself of like, wow, these people act differently. I learned something from a different culture, even even if it's just, you know, going down the street to a diner and talking to a uh, waitress or something like that. Uh, um, during, you know, what what's yeah, a travel I, that has affected your life in a positive way? I think uh, one of the things, uh, I think the travel that, Ever since I was a little kid, I always have had a, a really big fascination with sharks. Okay, and cool. On my one of the things I always wanted to do was to do uh, cage dive. No way! Wow. And so I actually went to South Africa and um, I volunteered at this uh, kind of nature thing where I got to help the I help tourists. I lived in a house. With people from all over the world. Oh, my God, Mike. I helped them. I kind of just was like, almost kind of like an unpaid intern where I just helped the tourist uh, cage dive with the sharks. And then I would, in turn, also be able to do that as well. So incredible. probably by far the most influential and just kind of like... Like, damn, I'm really living right now. Kind of no kidding. That is so freaking uh, cool. It was, really, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, I I'm, I was going to ask Tiffany, but I don't know if Tiffany can talk. I that. don't. You know what? Yeah. The thing that made <laughs> Tiffany's going to go in my past life. I was a shark, and I met Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's so funny. Now, listening to that, the thing that really brought something to me, and I I probably told Marty this a yeah. few times, but he's going to hear it again. So when I was in Paris. I was buying a souvenir, and I was chit-chatting with um, someone that lives there and that was selling it. And he goes to me, he goes, you are the nicest American I have ever met. Wow. And I just, uh, and I I was just being myself and was talking with them, and that just made such an impression on me. I That was such a compliment to me. It wasn't diving with sharks, but it really, <laughs> it made such an impression on me and just made my day. And I mean, that was probably a good 20 years ago, and I'm still thinking about it, and it still yeah, makes me smile yeah. every time well, I Mike, say that. Well, Mike listens to the show all the time, and he said you're his favorite American, too. <gasps> yeah, oh, so. thanks, Mike. <laughs> I know a lot of Americans, and you are by far my favorite. Wow, wow. 
man, I feel I feel so so weak and wimpy here because you guys are, got these great stories. I was just going to say uh, the other day I went to breakfast and I ordered rye toast instead of wheat, and that was my big dare of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah, exactly. And I, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. You, you know? know what? He'll never order it again. No, no, I'm going to always go it's back. It's not going to be like yeah, pasta yeah. bazool. That's right. <laughs> is there any, any bacon on it? Or is there oh, any I. Toast? Are you kidding? If I'm going out, I'm I'm having bacon. Yeah, <laughs> bacon on toast. Come on, it doesn't get better than that. <laughs> oh yeah. How's your cholesterol doing? These oh, days? I. You know what? I keep it nice and high, so it's easy to see. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> our our last letter here is N, and that is nourish your relationships. And I think I think that's this is a great way of wrapping the whole thing up. Is that uh, you know I have a, an incredible wife. I've I have uh, four children two two uh, two my two of my kids and two bonus daughters. Okay, uh, that's how I love calling them that because they don't like that. Na- that I was going to no. um, but I love. I just love telling uh, the people in my life how much I care about them, and that's how I nourish my relationships. You just, really, really yeah, do. Yeah, I, I mean, you go way overboard. Yeah, because I really, I overboard. No, no, I just really want to make people feel good, and I want to remind them how much they make me feel good. Yeah. Okay, so so if you're the type of person that I never say anything nice about you, you're like, wow, he doesn't really like me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yep. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But um, obviously, Mike, I, I I cherish our friendship, even though we don't talk that often. I just, you know, I pop, I see stuff on social media from you, and I'm like, oh man, he's just, you're just like rocking. You're doing some wonderful stuff. And so obviously I wanted you on the show because I just wanted to feel some of your energy. Okay. I have okay. a couple of questions. So you guys don't do your Monday, oh, Monday no. meetings anymore? No, we, we stopped that oh. a long time ago. We, we, we grew apart. Oh. It's not to yeah. say, it's not to say that we won't reconnect more, oh, okay. but, um, my other thing is, so Mike, are you on Facebook and Instagram or just Instagram? Uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I would say uh, either works. Um, oh. I like to go on both. Okay, uh, maybe too much, but <laughs> okay. Because um, in the beginning of the show, he um, Marty said Instagram, and then just now he said Facebook. So I didn't know if it was both or one or the other. So I just wanted to clarify. Oh, I did say all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I just wanted to see if you were on both. So if you're on both, then right. Okay. So how do you two? How do you two nourish your relationships? Um. You know, I I think just, I can either, I mean, depending on who the person is, like if I feel comfortable enough, like we have a phone call relationship, or I really like sending postcards. Oh, that's um, very cool. That's very, I send um, like um, regular card cards. Card cards, yes. For, yeah, yes. for like um, birthdays or high or just because type cards. Gotcha. But I like postcards because that means that has you cool send, pictures. You send cards when you get high? Is that what you said? No. Oh, oh just to say hi. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, see, Mike, yeah. what I have to put up with. <laughs> it's for the kids. <laughs> All right, because you were just visiting family, weren't you? Uh, yeah, so my sister uh, is a travel nurse, and she was in Spokane, Washington. So she wanted someone to go out there and help her, so I decided to volunteer myself, and we turned it into a road trip. We got to... Absolutely amazing. Yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, Glacier National Park in Yellowstone. Nice. Uh, also went to Devil's Tower and then <gasps> Custer cool. State Park. It was uh, Custard is pretty cool trip. too. Did you climb um, uh, Devil's Tower? 
We did not. Uh-huh. Um, we only got to spend like an hour there, but um, it was it was beautiful though. I didn't realize people could climb there. Yeah, that's right. You could just spend just sitting there watching these people climb. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the time, and it's like almost 8 o'clock. So what ends up happening is we, we would just keep talking, and they would switch over to music. We wouldn't even know we're not on the air anymore. So <laughs> be, okay. before yeah, okay. yeah, before I do that, Mike, uh, as we're ending it, I want to say thank you so much uh, for being a guest with us. Any closing remarks, anything that, you know, those those last words of wisdom that you'd like to share with the hundreds of millions of listeners. Tiffany's my favorite American. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, (laughs) Tiffany, you are my absolute favorite female American. Wow. Favorite male American. Oh, man. Man, that's... That was just well played. Well played. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, Mike, keep on smiling, okay? Uh, and just yeah, and, and let's let's reconnect somehow. Let's do something, even if we just do a phone call every now and then, because I want to hear yeah, ju- great. just the stuff that we've shared here in the air is just like uh, you put a smile on my face. So thank you so much for being a guest. Uh, you put a smile on my face too. It was great. I'm I'm so happy when you reach out. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So with that, everyone, uh, thank you so very much for tuning in. You've been listening to WRLR 98.3 FM. This has been Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Jalove. And of course, my wonderful uh, sidekick. Tiffany. <laughs> there you go. She's always wondering what <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say. I, I want, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So with that. Uh, again, we want to thank Mike uh, Begra, our host or our guest of the day, not the host of the day, our guest for today. And next week, we'll be talking about the joy of being selfish, Ooh. kind of the kind of the opposite and kind of the same of what we have uh, been talking about today. Mm-hmm. But you'll have to tune in next week. So with that, say good night, Tiffany. Good night, Tiffany. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.